Good glorious morning. Thank you for all who are tuning in right now. This is Resurrected Love. Welcome back to Resurrected Love Podcast. My name is Zach and I'm here with my wife, Vanessa. Hello, hello. Today we have a special guest speaker, our brother in Christ, Caleb Tucker. He is a musical artist, um, a Christian rapper, and honestly just a really good friend. And we're just really psyched to have him on today for episode uh, eight, Hearing the Voice of God, part two. Mm. So I'll pass it over to Vanessa for a little bit of an introduction. Yeah, so in this episode, we'll, um, we're going to dive deep into the difference between hearing our voice the enemy's voice and the Lord's voice and how to uh, tell the difference between the three of those. Amen. Yeah. So um, maybe, Caleb, you can give us a little bit of your testimony. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so growing, so I'm 21. So growing up, um, I never, I grew up going to church, but I didn't have a grid of hearing the Father's voice and living life with the Holy Spirit until about 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and so actually at the end, I'm going to do like an activation type thing type thing it's activation um but 2017 2018 uh Tersh and cody if you're listening you don't know who they are the pastors are pastors mm-hmm. um also my aunt and uncle so we had a youth group meeting at their house and um i at that point i was like i've never i don't know how to hear god mm-hmm. and one of the things they walked through was like that actually the activation oh that's a teaser i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. do it at the end um but a really cool activation of actually hearing god's voice and i heard god's voice for the first time and it was uplifting Mm-hmm. And then I went through like, how do I know if this is me or if this is God? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's, it's like, oh, I feel like it's just me trying to trying to make myself feel better. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. if it's obviously we'll, we'll get into this later, but like Satan's voice mm-hmm. he's condemning. Yeah. Right. And destructive mm-hmm. and like shaming. And so like I knew it wasn't Satan's voice, but it was always this weird thing just trying to decipher whether it's God's voice or my voice. Yeah. But oftentimes like his voice will sound like yours because it's. Mm-hmm. It's up here. Yeah. So you're, right. you're hearing it. So it's like you'll, I don't, it's so trippy. Like the way you process it and the way you think through it, it's in yeah. your voice. Yes. Yeah. And so basically I grew up in 2017, 2018, um, heard God's voice for the first time. And it was this weird in between where I was like, yo, I was like, I was kind of in and out of that. But then recently a huge thing on your guys' episode, I think it was five, the secret place, right? Yeah. I think it was Number five. Number five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, about just diving into the intimacy and depth with the father. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. Cause I feel like God's been bringing me through the season recently. Like just like the start of this year too. Yeah. About just going for intimacy. There were a lot of huge moments where I just felt very, I just felt that intimacy with the Lord and I felt deep mm-hmm. with the Lord. And one of the thoughts I actually wrote it down. One of the thoughts I had yesterday was the level of intimacy and depth you have with the father mm-hmm. oftentimes directly affects how well you can hear his voice. Mm. Yeah. Say that one more right. time. Right. The level of intimacy and depth you have with the father oftentimes directly affects how well you can hear his voice. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like just the season he's bringing me through right now is diving into the intimacy, the depth and the mystery of the father. Yeah. So, so that I can hear him, hear him well. Right. Right. That's yeah. super awesome. I love that. That's, no, great. that's super powerful. Um, I think that part is really neglected. I know like the, in part one, we spoke about um, the various, uh, various ways we can hear the voice of the yeah. Lord. And one of yeah. those ways was honestly just opening and reading scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of times we, and this is going to sound kind of bad, but it's really not. It's actually a powerful revelation if you have an open mind towards it. 
Um, a lot of times we have a relationship with the Bible and not with God. Yeah. Oof. Say that one more, one more time. A lot of times. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy. Actually, I'm going to say it's very easy, too. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy for us to have a relationship with the Bible and not with God. Wow. Um, yeah. Of course, we learn his aspects through scripture. For you know, sure. His, his character, how he sees us. And like we spoke about in, I think it was the last one or the one before, the episode mm-hmm. before. But yeah. we said, uh, you know, scripture says you are a son of God. Mm-hmm. He says that you are loved yeah. by God, but a lot of times it really hits and turns into that that heart knowledge yeah. when God specifically tells you himself. It doesn't yeah. make what you read false, mm-hmm. but it makes it more Absolutely. real. Yeah, amen. Right? So yeah. like what you were just saying about the intimacy and the secret place when it comes to listening or hearing the voice of the Lord. Yeah. It's a very important aspect that we leave, not so much like we're not leaving scripture, mm-hmm. but we're going yeah. rather onto the deeper things of how God can speak and not mm-hmm. being satisfied with just reading about God, mm. but be, but going on to experiencing him and way, the way he speaks yeah. to us. Yeah, that's right. good because that actually teaches you a different aspect of who he is. Mm-hmm. Every time mm-hmm. he talks to me in a new way, I'm like, oh, I just learned something new about who you are. And that's like our whole purpose in life is to get to know him. Yes. So if right. he talks to you in a different way, then if you keep going, then like Zach said, it's not a, a bad thing to want to go read the Bible. But if you keep turning to that and don't allow him to come in and talk yeah. in, in a new way, you're limiting in your experience with him and what he yeah. wants to show you and teach you through the way he speaks to you. Right. Yeah. Well, cause, so this is one of the key points that we have. Um, we're going to go into this later, but just because you spoke on that, yeah. before anyone makes a judgment mm-hmm. call, I want mm-hmm. to solidify the truth behind this. Uh-huh. God's voice will never contradict Scripture Amen. and yeah. what He's already written. Yes. Yeah. What he's, already, he's already spoken. It will never contradict it. Yeah. Mm. So when He speaks a new thing, it's not. It's always in alignment with his, what he has already spoken and what we can read physically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it is the preserved Word of God for yeah. His children. For sure. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I want to solidify that because yeah. just because we go on to the deeper things and a lot of times God speaks outside of what scripture says mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we're saying the Bible is false or that he yeah. contradicts what he's yeah. already spoken. For sure. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like so, two things. So one of the thoughts that God put in my mind was um, there are two huge aspects. So there's the written word of God and the spoken word of God. Mm. Oftentimes I've encountered people on either ends of the spectrum whether someone like yes. father son holy bible like only <laughs> like only this side where it's like hey you can only do this and if you're not only doing this you're doing it wrong right but i also see people on this side for sure that are like only ever going for like hey here's the spoken word yes. which both are essential yeah. both are vital mm-hmm. right. but the thing is it's like hey you need to be both yes you need to be walking in both mm-hmm. because like the written word of god it's like hey i, I think it speaks a lot more to the head it's mm-hmm. like hey I know this stuff. This is how all this stuff. But yeah. the heart, I think spoken word of God really hits the heart. Totally. Um, what you said about being able to like really go after knowing Jesus. Um, like I know my friend made a song and one of the lines he says is you can't love who you don't know. Mm. And I was like, wow, if we were called to like mm. our main purpose, love God, love people. Yeah. yeah. We can't love God if we don't know him. That's so true. We can't love God if we don't keep pressing into that mystery mm-hmm. of knowing him. So yeah. I, I think, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's I love yeah. I like that a lot. That's super good. So um I think right now we'll go into how God mm. speaks versus how the enemy speaks and how we hear these things. Yeah. Mm. Um so we already talked about one of them. It's uh, a key understanding that God's voice will never contradict his word mm-hmm. written in scripture. Yeah. Done deal. Yeah. Right there. Lay the foundation there. Yeah, yeah laying that Absolutely. foundation there and that 
um, whenever God does speak, it's always going to be uplifting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go into, mm-hmm. we have seven mm-hmm. uh, examples of how God's voice speaks, of how he speaks, and how the enemy basically does the whole reverse of that. So we're right. going to break those down just to really give an understanding, a simplistic understanding, so yeah. it's easy to see. Mm-hmm. But um, God will always uplift, and when it comes to correction, mm-hmm. it'll never be condemning. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing. It will never be condemning. He is a he is a good, good father that yeah. chastises and changes wow. his children, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't take the belt and slap you. Right. Rather, it's absolutely if it hurts for us, it's because there's a place of pride. Mm. But oh, it's okay. not God directly Say coming that. to hurt you. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So like the enemy will always come with condemnation to hurt and discourage you and to bring yeah. fear and condemnation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. God will always uplift, and whenever he does correct, yeah. it'll be out of love, only for our profit, like it says in Hebrews 12. Right. And it's convicting, because I feel like yeah. there'll be different times I'll be like saying something like, wow, it really hit me. I'll be like, wow, I love condemnation. Not condemnation. Hold on. Rewind. Rewind. Um, I love conviction, yeah. where it's like, whoa. Because it. I feel like the way, the way I view <laughs> conviction is like, hey, here's something I thought. Uh-huh. But God comes in with love and honor. Yes. Right. Changes the way I thought about something Mm -hmm. for the better. Yeah. Where it's like, whoa, this gets changed. And I'm like, whoa, I get to live even more free now. Yeah. But condemnation always comes in with shame. So I I always equate it with that. Where it's like, hey, condemnation is shame. Conviction is honor, actually. Oh, I like that. And so like it's, and because I think growing up, people interchange those words a lot. For sure. Where it's like, oh, hey, you should feel convicted that you're this. It's like. No, I should. Yes, I should feel convicted, but not out of shame. Right. Because that's condemnation. Right. So I, yeah. That's very that, good. That's, yeah. that's actually very a big good. thing. Yeah. Before we go on, is that God's voice is the conviction and the honor. Mm. Enemy's voice is the condemnation and like the shame and the yeah. guilt. And that I know for me as well, when I was growing up, there was always that mixing of fearing God mm. in the sense of like not fearing him in oh, I'm honoring him, I'm respecting him, yeah. uh, you know, that that kind of chastisement. It was, yeah, I fair. took everything that I received was bad, that I was in yeah. the wrong, I was bad, God didn't love me. So once you start mm. really tapping into yeah. who God is and how he sees you, then you you won't confuse that voice anymore either. Absolutely. You won't take that conviction as condemnation. Well, yeah. It's the goodness of God that brings you to repentance. Yeah, amen. Right, the yeah. repentance is, the, repentance is your... Um, your answer or like you moving forward from conviction. Yeah. Right. So when you see the goodness of God, mm-hmm. the la- why you want it to change is because he is so good and you can't believe that you're doing yeah. these things against him. For sure. Right. And he's showing you here, I love you. And this is a character, a character thing that I don't like, or that isn't fruitful for you. Yeah. yeah. And I want you to change this. And mm-hmm. he shows you, but because there's conviction, it's just like, okay, God, you're so amazing. Yeah, I want to change for you. I don't want to come Absolutely. against you. Yeah, you know when rather like in 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 the church. I know when I grew up, you know I didn't really. All I knew was like, hey, I was a sinner, and I had to go to mm. you know confession on Saturdays if I if I wanted to. Right. You know, but it was yeah. always like a work ba- work based works based thing where yeah. I had to say a bunch of hail marys, I had to say a bunch of our fathers mm. in order to be forgiven, and I never knew the love and the true grace of God. So I went back to my sin. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. Th- that the wages of sin was death, but I didn't know that the goodness of God was what what was what was going to bring me to repentance. Yeah. I was never taught how yeah. good he really was. Right. So I never had that conviction to change. I had... Mm, yeah. Okay. If you get told you need to be convicted, like you guys were just saying, yeah. if you get told that there is a problem and there is no love and goodness with it, yeah. then it's condemnation. Mm, because there's yeah, no reason yeah. to change except gotcha. it makes Absolutely. you just feel like crap. 
Yeah. Totally. Right? You feel like, crap, the last thing you're going to do is want to change for the better. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. And if you do want to change for the better, it's going to be a fleshly thing that's going to try to, like we said in the last videos or the last podcasts, it's going to create a fleshly mechanism mm-hmm. yeah. that's going to change from this hurt that you felt. Gotcha. And it's going to yeah. be a, a, a fleshly change. It's not going to be a godly change from the indwelling yeah. outward because it doesn't. It wasn't delivered out of the goodness of God. Mm. Wow. And I think it's crazy too because that slips into identity stuff too. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I had heard it. Yeah, Absolutely. we're sinner saved by grace. But the more you call yourself a sinner, yeah, like when you accept Jesus in your life, He breaks those chains off you. Yeah. So when you call yourself a sinner, you're actually taking those chains, putting them back on, and mm. living with that. Dang. It's like it's like wow. And when. Oh, Spirit gave me that Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit gave me that thought. Um, it was convicting. And yeah. I think that's just an example too where it was yeah. convicting where I was like, whoa, my mindset actually has to change for me to live freely. Wow. Right. Yeah. If it was condemning, yeah. it's like, hey, you're a sinner. Mm-hmm. Or hey, how? Like, why did you think this way? You're so awful for thinking this way before. And it's like, right. no. Right. It's like, God's no, it's conviction. Like that. Yeah. Where it's right. where sometimes I think even in conviction, Satan tries to get his voice in there. Yes. Where it's like, hey, here's conviction. He's like, hey, here's totally. condemnation. And yeah. he tries to confuse it. Yes. But it's like, no. If it's conviction from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. it actually compels you to live freely. Mm. So that's... That's yeah. good. Um, also, th- regarding that too, mm-hmm. when God comes and corrects and gives conviction out of his love, because that's yeah. all it's ever given out of is mm-hmm. love, yeah. it, b- can, it breaks through the chains mm. because of the deliverance that he gives with it. Yeah. His love telling Absolutely. you truth is deliverance. That's good. Applying yeah. the, the, you know, the truth will set you free. Yes. And, you know, whoever applies the truth is free. So it's, mm. the Lord will give you a truth. And because it's done out of the character of God, which is perfection and love, yeah. it will break the chains. But if it's done out of a place of bondage and a place of condemnation, how can condem- con- uh, condemnation and bondage break chains of bondage and condemnation? Mm. Mm. It only supports it. It only mm. supports it. And in fact, it'll make it probably mm. greater. Wow. It tightens um, it, too. That's crazy. Tightens yeah. it. Wow, it tightens Dang. it. Dang. It tightens it. Dang. Okay. So um, I I, like the that. reason why I brought that up, too, is because our, you know, because we hear the God's voice, we hear the enemy's voice, but where is our mm-hmm. voice in all of this? Right. So, and, and how do we act when yep. God speaks to us? If God's going to give us, you know, um, um, something that convicts us, and the enemy yeah. wants to use that and say, well, conviction, condemnation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, yeah. even if the enemy's not even there, yeah, yeah, I feel that if we have this pity mentality, if we have a hurts and pains in our past mm-hmm. that have created these fleshly mechanisms, yeah. yes. when God speaks truth to us, yeah, now it's up to us in our pride or in our vulnerability and humility mm-hmm. to be able to yeah. hear that it's conviction. Our mm. flesh can turn that yeah. into condemnation too right. based off of how we've been taught in our lives. Yes. Yes. What mechanisms, defense mechanisms our flesh has created. Yeah. yeah. So it's very important that when the when the voice of the Lord speaks, we take this to scripture if we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And we say, okay, well, Lord, what are you speaking to me? Why are you speaking this to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is where we go back to the secret place. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if the Lord <laughs> is speaking to us a certain thing, it's very important that we take that to him in the secret place. Okay, Lord, is mm-hmm. this what you're speaking to me? Is this solidified in your truth and scripture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is this a problem for me? Because I feel weird when I'm hearing this. Yeah. You know, are, are you hearing okay, conviction? Yeah. Oh man, this is feeling very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is that the enemy speaking to you or is that you, uh, um, uh, um, a root manifesting in your soul and now it's turning into fleshly fa- feelings? Right. Mm. right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
That's why I was saying, because like if the Lord is always, when he delivers truth mm-hmm. and conviction, mm-hmm. it's always going to break through those chains. So when yeah. you feel that, it's literally bringing the darkness to the light. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. So even if the enemy has something behind it, our flesh, if it's not changed, if yeah. we're not in that sanctification mm-hmm. process already. Yes. And even just in, in general, I mean, like if you go through the sanctification process for quite some time in your life, mm-hmm. yeah, you get used to understanding how God moves and how it feels. Mm-hmm. But if you're new to this, it may feel like condemnation because of the yeah. way your fleshly, your flesh will manifest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the enemy will come in and just try to like superpower that. Right. Yeah. And if strongholds need to break, then it's going to, yeah. it's going to feel breaking. Yeah. Right. It's going to feel like it's breaking. It's yeah. going to be like, and nothing feels good getting, like when broken. it's breaking. Yeah. And yeah. when it's broken. Yeah. Right. Like English it's was <laughs> great there, but like, uh, <laughs> um, but when things are breaking in the midst of it, yeah. it doesn't feel good. But yeah. once those strongholds are down, you actually accept the love. Right. And the peace. It's right. oh, yeah. so much better. It's so true. Like, I mean, and I might be going off a little bit here, yeah. but I feel like um, when God does come and deliver or heal, like I always say that I feel like I'm, I'm having heart surgery, like mm. open heart surgery, where yeah. at the time when he's pulling things out, like it doesn't feel good. It yeah. hurts. Yeah. Like, and, but he has to come and do that so that I can walk in that freedom because mm. immediately after it's like the peace and the joy and all of his yeah. characteristics flood that space that was hurt and, and you know, and painful. Yeah. And it turns into this, okay, now I can walk in this full freedom Absolutely. knowing that my soul is lining up with what my spirit is doing. Mm. And I wanted to make a point of that because I know that I've, I have actually taught in the past that our flesh and the enemy are at enmity towards God. So I count them the same. Um, but recently the Lord's been speaking to me and, and Zach too, Mm -hmm. that yes, our flesh has been at enmity towards God Mm -hmm. because the way that we came up in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So we learned all this stuff from the outside world. Um, our, our soul, our choices, decisions, all that stuff is made up from technically the enemy's outside world. So until we get transformed from the inside out, yes, our flesh is at enmity towards God. But God wants to bring us into a place where our flesh, like our soul, is lining up with what the Spirit's doing. So eventually it will be where you're you're convicted, but it's not going to feel like condemnation. Mm. You're going to know, okay, Holy Spirit, I know what you're doing in this. And it just takes time. It takes growing and learning with him. And I, yeah. I think that's the point of the whole walk with him is it yeah. says what in Peter that we are in the process of saving our yeah. souls. Yeah, and I think there's one word for that for me that's been that's resonated is unraveling. Okay. So yeah. me and Jaden last year, we went to a two week worship school at Bethel. Mm-hmm. We lived in Reading for like two weeks. There's not much to do out, up there except <laughs> Bethel, Target, and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like those are the only three th- three places we went. It was crazy. But we were up there and um driving up i was like i had high expectations because mm-hmm. like all oh, bethel music it's like right it's crazy it's like heavy hitters Fire, and so like, yeah. and the, the speakers and everything um but it was crazy because up until that point my life was at this point where like i'm completely changed now where like i was going to church every sunday mm-hmm. but in the in the week and i didn't have that really I don't, I don't feel like i really had that day-to-day relationship with jesus yeah so going up to worship school i had high expectations mm-hmm. but i didn't even know like what coming back from that the if I could describe it in one word, it was unraveling because wow. everything I built up, built my life to be, mm-hmm. it had to unravel Ooh. for the truth to come in. And now I feel like I'm now I'm walking in this intimacy and depth with mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have had if something didn't unravel. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. 
losing our understanding to gain his mm. is what I think it was Tertia that said that the other day. Yeah, say that it's one like, more time. Yeah, like, we have they, to they lose our understanding to gain his understanding. So good. Yeah. Actually, keep talking really quick. <laughs> about what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, about what? I think... <laughs> I mean, we could, do you want to go into talking about um, God's voice versus the enemies? Mm. Oh. Well, I, want, I wanted to, because uh, Lord put this on my heart to say this earlier, okay. um, posted on social media, but. <laughs> yeah. He said, keep talking. Like, keep well, talking. just so I can find it. <laughs> Five seconds later, just <laughs> yeah. on my phone. Got, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he gave me this this morning, and this goes right with what you said, mm. like, you know, like giving up our own understandings, but. The sacrificing of our hearts on the altar of God is the application of our faith in what Jesus came to fulfill. Mm. Mm. So the whole entire purpose of what Jesus came to fulfill, us believing and putting our faith in that is us sacrificing our hearts on the altar of God. Wow. Wow. That's us putting into faith what we believe. Yeah. Putting into action what we believe. Mm. Yeah. um, That hit me really hard because... um, Mm-hmm. You know, when we, this whole entire walk is a sacrifice, is a sacrificial mm-hmm. walk, right? Mm-hmm. We have to take up our cross every single day and deny ourselves. For sure. Yeah. Um, but when we carry our hearts with him, mm-hmm. and this is actually mm-hmm. another word that the Lord spoke to me uh, just maybe last week or so. But he said, well, you basically put down your heart to carry mine. Mm. Because his heart is great and our hearts cannot go along with his. Yeah. Of course, like we hear like, okay, well, your heart's desire will be answered. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. He wants your heart's desire. But yes. This, this goes yeah. right along with what you were just saying about yeah. our flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If our heart's desire has flesh inside of it, we have to continually take it out, put it up on the altar of grace, yeah. and let the Lord sift through it with his fire. Ooh, and yeah. if you be able to purify it. If you live in intimacy and depth, you have the heart of the Father. Amen. Exactly. And so oh, that's, yeah. in, you have so the then, heart of the Father, so it yeah. makes it so much more real when you say, break my heart for what breaks yours. Mm. Absolutely. And think, yeah. and because yeah. it's like you have the heart of the Father now, not because you have all the head knowledge, yeah. but because you actually live in intimacy and depth. That's so good. Yeah. So I feel like what the Holy Spirit's trying to hit oh, on yeah. is in order to hear God's voice correctly, you have to be in intimacy with yeah. him. Like, yeah. I really feel like yeah. that's what he yeah. keeps going Absolutely. back to. Yeah. Like, if you if you keep getting confused between am I hearing... Because the enemy's voice and the Lord's voice, completely different. Yes. Like, you'll know the yes. difference. Yeah. It's pretty easy to tell. But mm-hmm. I think where people get it most confused, and I know for myself this is where I struggle the most, is was that me or was that God? Yeah, yeah. And once right. we come into knowing him in a deep, intimate, vulnerable way where we continue to put our heart on the altar so mm-hmm. it can look more like his, then then we know that our heart's for the kingdom. Absolutely. So even if the voice is not necessarily like God spoken. It might be a desire that he put on our heart because he knows it's for him. If that makes sense. Absolutely, And I think that's really cool too, because we're not just sitting in the chair where it's my plan, my way. Uh Like what Rob talked about a couple weeks Uh ago, midweek. It's not just sitting in the chair where it's my plan, my way, my way of doing things. And it's not just sitting in the chair of, Hey, your way, your way, your way. It's the chair of us. Yes. So when you sit in the chair of us, you, God speaks to you. It's going to sound like you. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna and so it, yeah. What, what did you say That's a long so time ago? You were like, like Lord, why can't you, um, why can't you like come to me in like a King James oh. version Bible? Yeah, yeah. Like, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do you have to sound like me? Like, yeah, you know, you hear the voice of the Lord. Oh, it sounds yeah. like you. Yeah, and That's, he's like, bro, yeah. you know what he said to me? It was funny. He's oh, like, yeah, say it. He was like, I don't sound like you. You sound like me. I created mm. you. <laughs> I created Dang. your voice. I created everything about you. Yeah, you yeah. sound like me. Dang. And actually, like, I think it was yesterday or a couple days ago, 
um, Saturday or Sunday. So we, me, Cody, and Rob were talking, and one of the things Rob was telling us was for the there was a period of time. I hope he's okay with me sharing this. It's not yeah. not that personal, but oh, yeah, <laughs> there was a period of time in his <laughs> life where he was like, "God, speak to me like Paul. Mm. Speak to me the way you spoke to Paul, where it's just booming voice, yeah, boom, knocked him off a donkey, like all that stuff." And then after some time of asking, I'm butchering the story, paraphrasing what he said, <laughs> yeah. but pretty much he was asking God, "Knock me out like that. Mm. Speak to me like that. I want to feel that." One of the things he said God told him was like, "Do you know how much that broke my heart?" Mm. Do you know how much that broke my heart to for Paul to get to that point mm. where it had to like physically knock him off his high knock horse him off and yeah. like hurt him? Yeah. Like, th- and so it's like, that was like it. I'm, it's hitting me right now yeah. where it's like, it's just like, like welling up where it's like, do you know how much that hurts the father's heart to have yeah. to be at that point? Yeah. To where it's like, Oh gosh, yeah. that was like that hit me wow. so deep. No, and, and it, oh man, oh, and so that good. goes back to we cannot please God without faith. Mm. And so yeah. if if we are having faith that He's going to speak to us, absolutely. M- most times He comes and He speaks in a really soft whisper or knowings absolutely. where it's like sometimes I don't even hear words in my head. It's just like a, a gut feeling from mm. the Holy Spirit where yeah. you just know. Yeah, and um, I think that's that level of intimacy too where. He doesn't have to yell at you. Yes. And I know you wanted to talk about this yeah, where he can yeah. just whisper in your ear, you know? In fact, yeah. I, get, I get more knowings than anything. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, what you were alluding to. So I, months ago, I taught, uh, taught two weeks of our midweek. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was about how we see ourselves. Yeah. And like just my, my big thing is identity. Yeah. And like God gave me this vision like years back right. just imprinting like identity yeah and even now more than ever yeah identity is so crucial Mm -hmm. and um and so basically what i was going through was like hey how we see ourselves matters yeah because it's like internally if you think oh i'm awful people hate me you're gonna walk Mm -hmm. around trying to you're gonna walk around living in fear of man i say that because i was yeah like like that's where it's like i was walking in this fear of man and it's like no, something had to sw- switch where it's not just what I'm calling myself. It's actually what God's calling me, Ooh. but I get to partner with that. Yeah. So pretty much I was preparing a message and stuff and I was talking about conviction. It's crazy. So pretty much Holy Spirit asked me, Caleb, what are you pulling out of the grave, putting on yourself and choosing to live with mm-hmm. that has already been defeated? And then he asked me, when Jesus died or jesus asked me when i died on the cross mm-hmm. what was on the cross with me what went into the grave with me shame guilt condemnation pain fear d- depression anxiety all yeah. these things yeah suicide all these things went on the cr- were on the cross with him went into the grave what came out just jesus yeah. all those things stayed in the grave Amen. so he said in these moments of like, hey, I'm walking. There's a fear of man. Caleb, what are you pulling out of the grave? You're pulling the fear out of the grave, putting on yourself and choosing to live with. That's already been defeated. And I was like, whoa, Sheesh. that's insane. Yeah. That's and another that thought, conviction. conviction at its finest. <laughs> I'm like, um, <gasps> exactly. I was, I was sitting in the side office just like, but I don't know. Like, it was crazy. I was the only one here. I was like saying it all out loud too. Yeah. Um, Dang. Another thing he said was he gave me this picture. He said it and also showed me. This picture of like the grave. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, it's crazy. The grave he walked out of. And deep down, he gave him this picture of like deep down inside this grave. Mm. Fear, shame, condemnation, pain, depression, all those things I listed before. Right. They're in the grave. Yeah. So I hear I hear a lot of people say, like, 
or just think this way. Wow, I just feel like it's so hard to not fall into this because I feel like it's the voice of anxiety is so loud. Oh, right, the voice right. of pain is so loud. Mm-hmm. The voice of fear and condemnation is so loud. Yeah. The reason why it's so loud is because because of how far they are from you, they have to yell to get your attention. Wow. They have to yell. Mm. They're so far deep down in that grave, they have to yell. And in, in like graves, it echoes. So oh. it sounds a lot louder. Mm. But the reason why sometimes I think it's harder to hear God vo- God's voice or the reason why people think it's harder mm-hmm. is because he doesn't have to yell. He gets to whisper. Mm. And what's super cool is whispers are intimate. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I was thinking about this yesterday. So as a kid, you ever been like, even as adults, uh-huh. you ever whisper in your friend's ear? Yeah. Hey, man, like, well, I heard this about this. this. Like all of a sudden yeah. you're whispering. Yeah. You're actually trusting the person you're whispering to. Wow. So whis- like a whisper shows trust as well. Mm. So you're like, hey. I'm sharing, I'm trusting you with this. Mm. But then also, if you're making a plan, you're about to play like a like a dodgeball game or something, you're like, hey, we're like couch with the flag. Hey, we need a plan. Hey, you you go around this side, you go around this side. You're trusting the person. Whoa, so yeah. when God whispers to us, it actually shows that he trusts us. That's wow. so good. So I've like, never mm, seen it like that. Yeah. God, if, if you're in that intimate place and like really going after depth with the Father, he trusts you with that. I feel wow. like I feel That's like so that good. a lot of people need to break that stronghold down where it's wow. like, hey. God loves you yeah. and trusts you. God loves you and trusts you. <laughs> you, know? you know, that's yeah. that's so powerful. That's huge wow. too because I think that we have to go back to remembering that he freely gave us the gift of the yes. Holy Spirit. If you've been free. filled with the Holy Spirit, it's a free gift that he's entrusted you with. Mm. His own yeah. spirit, the spirit that hovered over the waters before Absolutely. all of creation. Yeah, He's entrusted you and put his spirit inside of you. So what yeah. else is he going to trust you with? Mm. You know what I the, mean? The kingdom blueprints. The ki- to go out and do it. Right. Well, Strategies, yeah. like, tactics. Hey, strategy- yeah. yeah. Well, you look at Romans 8, right? Yeah. Um, I, I like the way that the passion puts it mm-hmm. by the passion translation but it says that we have become inheritors of the of god himself yeah, yeah. and his kingdom because wow. of our life union yeah. with jesus christ uh-huh. so think about god and his vastness and now he's gonna add on the kingdom to all that yeah it's like you, your inheritance is all that he is all that he has and everything mm. yeah the vastness the infinity Absolutely. Wow. I don't know if that's even a word, but I'll take hey, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. The infinite <laughs> vastness of who he is. <laughs> all the revelation. Yeah. All that goodness is like, I want to lavish that upon you. That's so good. You know? Yeah. And it's it's also like, this is all quick little tangent, but quick. Um, <laughs> the second midweek I taught at, I was talking about righteousness. Mm. One of the things I heard, it was either Chuck Perry or Chris Gore okay. at one of the healing conferences uh-huh. up in Bethel. Um, one of the things they said is you can't actually get more righteous. Wow. The minute you accept Christ, yeah. he pours that out. One, yeah. one of the passion translations, I forget which verse exactly. I should have looked it up. But um, it says he has transferred full righteousness to you. Mm. Transferred. Yeah. Like, like that's not just gives, gives right. part of it. Right. The full amount, the Man. full extent. So there's a lot of people living today that are like, Oh, well, I don't actually believe I'm righteous. Mm. Yeah, I don't believe I'm righteous and sanctified and pure, yeah. and and so it's like, that. And so what that does is create a lot of works. Yeah, I'm trying to get more righteous. I'm trying to go to Sunday service. I'm right. check that off the checklist. Yes. Go to Sunday yeah. service every now and then. I'll come to a middle of the week or like oh yeah. they, they do this thing a prayer night. Oh, right. every now and then I'll I'll show just so people know I'm doing this. Right. right. Or just so okay, I I, I want to be able to chase this. Mm. Hey, it's freely given. Yeah. Oof. So if oh, it's like yeah. how how awful would it be someone gives you a gift on Christmas you say no I don't want that yeah 
Someone gives you a gift. Yeah. Oh, no, not for me. I don't actually believe that. But they're like, no, I'm entrusting you with this gift. Yes. I think you de- you're deserving of right. this. Here. You know, but then you push it back. Like, what? Like, that's... Yeah. Well, I'm a big analogy guy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a big analogy Absolutely. guy. Um, <laughs> He's all the way back here. Think about NASCAR. Like, right? Think about NASCAR. Yeah. If you're being brought onto a team because of your because of who you are, right? Your mm-hmm. inheritance is you... Because your, your legacy. Yeah. Being brought yeah. onto this team and... You're like, well, I want to use my Honda Civic. I, I bought it. You know, I'm working on it. It's going to mm. be really nice. But someday it'll become this 500, yeah. 600 horsepower, probably 1,000 horsepower car, whatever those things are. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. You know, at some point it'll be there. Mm. So you're driving. So you're racing this Daytona 500, just, <laughs> you know, with a freaking Honda Civic. <laughs> and these dudes are always laughing. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah. You know, because those are the yeah. sons of God who took, like, you know what? I came into this and they offered me the best car yeah. possible for this yeah. position. And mm-hmm. now I'm going to run the race without having to work my way up to being able to actually race. Right. So it's like Dang. when we come into, yeah. when, we, when, uh, when we become born again, uh-huh. that's mm. the point of, here, take the 500 mm. car uh-huh. that's going to actually allow you to win this race. Boy, mm. you better say it. Hold up. <laughs> no, don't. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. You know keep going. Put down the Honda Civic. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah. Out, it could be our heart. Yeah. Our pride. Mm. It could be all that stuff. Our works. Mm-hmm. Put down. Oh man, kingdom should, upgrade. And, and I'm not kingdom saying everyone upgrade. is like this because we're all in different parts of our walk, and uh-huh. we've all been taught different doctrines too. Right. I know. Right. I, yeah. I was ignorant when I was in the when I was in the, when I was in the church yeah, beforehand. Me too, mm-hmm. for sure. It wasn't my fault. I sure. don't know. Yeah. But uh, I had a Honda Civic, and I thought that it was supposed to be work on it, get it better, mm. get it better. But at the very beginning of your belief, when you truly, like the Romans 10, 9, yeah. you know, if you believe in your heart or you confess with your mouth, yeah, you are gifted the ability to take on mm. everything you need to win the race. Amen. You don't need to work your way yeah. up to say, you know what, hopefully I get here or I'm working my way to this point. Yeah. Like Caleb said, you are given the righteousness. You are given yeah. the garments. You mm. are given the crowns. Yeah. You are yeah. given, given the, the armor. Did you have to go to the nearest store in heaven to go buy your no. armor? No. Ooh. Like, how crazy would it be if you get gifted this insane car, but you drive it like a broken down car? Right. Wow. But you've been given that. Yeah. You're not going the pace of heaven. Right. You're not going the speed of heaven because mm-hmm. God's like, hey, you have everything. You have everything you need. I've given you everything you need. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, hey, if you're not going the pace of heaven, right? But and you're driving a car that's meant to go the pace of heaven, mm-hmm. but you're driving it like it's about to break down. Yeah. And then that just goes to how you view yourself. Yeah. How you how you view can, yourself. Can I say this real quick? Okay. Conviction. <laughs> Here, here's some more conviction. Say it. A lot of times we think that's humility, but actually that's pride. Oh. It's a false humility. Boy, you better say it. Say it again. That's crazy. Say it again. So a lot of times, like back to, back to that analogy, when we drive that Honda Civic on the you know on the on the racetrack, yeah, yeah. when our car is supposed to be something much greater, yeah, we think that it's humbling. Mm. Mm. To have okay, I have the Honda Civic. I'm just working my way up. I like to earn mm. my way. I'm humble, oh. but in reality, what humble humility is is yeah. God saying that Honda yeah. Civic isn't enough. I need to give you an mm-hmm. upgrade. Dang. Humility is saying, God, you know what? I can't do it. Whatever you want to get, you yeah. have the keys. I, I accept the keys. Whoa. Yeah. And you know, by you driving, yeah. When you when yeah. you uh, drive or when you try to strive, mm. when Jesus has already paid. Everything, Ooh. you literally keep putting him back up on the cross. <laughs> I'm about to stomp again. That's crazy. <laughs> so say that like so. Like, I I really feel like 
man. Because I was like, That's man, we, so we kind of going off on tangent. No, no the Holy, good the Holy Spirit wants this. He's so he, he's speaking. Tangent. He, I think what he wants the viewer and the listener to know mm. is that if you feel like you have to strive to hear his voice, you are not sitting in everything that he's already done mm. for you. Yeah. So if you come into... Like, you know, you are his sheep. You know that you hear his voice. If you've read the Bible and you understand everything that he's spoken to you and done for you through the Bible, Mm, then you should know that when you sit down and take time and empty your mind, he's going to come fill it. And he's faithful Mm. too, which we talked about in the last episode. That's what scripture points to. It's it's the building block of truth. It's Uh the building block of relationship. Yeah. You start here. Right. It's not, you, don't, you don't just stay here and yes. finish here. What do people say is it's, the basic instructions before... I think so. Before leaving Earth. Before, before leaving, leaving Earth. Earth. Yeah. yeah. I think something that's been... Basic. I was talking to Sebastian about the basic. <laughs> um, I was talking to Sebastian about this yesterday, but the, the kingdom is backwards. Mm. The kingdom is different. Yeah. Every other principality and kingdom yeah. operates differently. The world operates a certain way. Yeah. The kingdom operates differently. Yes. And so... Um, I think what's crazy is I just lost my train of thought. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. No. The, the kingdom is backwards. The kingdom is backwards. And then what you were just saying. Sorry. You definitely don't have it now. That's crazy. Well, if it comes back, the Lord so will it's, speak it to yeah. me. Lord will speak it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I touched Amen. Your knee. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So um, I guess right now what we can do is uh, yeah. go on to how the enemy speaks and then mm-hmm. our voice. Okay. And then we yeah. can go into the list of examples and then we can go from there. But yeah. So the enemy will usually manifest their voice in the first person, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. To make you feel yeah. as if it's your own voice. Gotcha, yeah. This is why we must test what we hear with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Is it consistent with God's truth? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The enemy will, like we said, like, um, so here's this. Our voice We'll be in first person as well, of course, mm-hmm. it's our voice. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. may think I'm bored, you know, or I have to do this yeah. later, or um, what's the temperature outside today? <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, yeah. that's not condemnation, that's just us talking to ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But the enemy, a lot of times, we're like, hey, well, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. The enemy will mm-hmm. come in like, or like you're I can't. not doing this right. Yeah. And it'll sound yeah. like third, it actually mm-hmm. may, may sound like try to sound like God uh-huh. or it may mm. try to sound like yourself yeah. to bring condemnation on right. yourself and bring yeah. self-hatred uh-huh. or self-sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to understand the way that the way it sounds and how mm. it's delivered. Yeah. Um, when the enemy speaks, it will always bring condemnation and confusion like we already yeah. said. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So the enemy will always bring condemnation. It will always contradict what the word says. Mm. Um, yeah. So I'll go, we'll go into the examples that we listed here. God's voice will always convict, but in love. Mm-hmm. Whereas the enemy will bring guilt and condemnation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God's voice will encourage and reassure. Whereas the enemy's voice will discourage and frighten. God's voice will lead, guide, and still. The enemy will push and rush. Wow. Mm-hmm. God's voice is calm. It will it will calm us. The enemy will make us obsess and worry. Mm. God's voice will bring comfort. The enemy's voice will bring chaos and compromise. God's voice will bring clarity and confirmation. The enemy's voice will bring confusion. God's voice will bring Christ closer. The Mm. enemy's voice will bring controlling spirits. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's really good. That's so good. (coughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, so it's very important that we understand this, the separation between mm-hmm. God's voice and what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. there is an assignment every time God speaks to us. It's always to mm-hmm. grow faith, yeah. to bring us closer into his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to, absolutely. And always, basically, like, like when we speak in tongues, it's supposed to uplift us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right, it's supposed to bring us closer. Yeah. The enemy will always do the opposite. Uh, actually, as you were reading that, I was realizing that most people that I've... Um, spoke to when they're like I just don't know if I hear God's voice you know I I really can't tell um I feel like most those people is because they don't yet know who he actually is in his goodness mm-hmm. this is go back goes back to the secret place yeah. yes and I think that's what I think that's what the Holy Spirit keeps like wrapping back around to me at least is that he's wanting people to get in the secret place yeah he wants people in intimacy with him he wants people to sit and, and give him their time yeah. You know? I'd say after this, after you watch this episode, go go to episode five. Watch that again. Mm-hmm. Listen yeah. to that again. Mm-hmm. Even if you've heard it before, yeah, do it again. It, yeah. I'm a, I'm about to do that after this. Like, <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I'm gonna go. so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and when, when we talked about you know like people mm-hmm. have a relationship with the Bible and not with God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you don't have intimacy with God, mm-hmm. your intimacy's got to be with something else, right? Because we all yeah. have intimacy yeah. and we all have worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whether we worship God Ooh. or we don't worship God, we're going to worship something else. We're going to worship. We're going to idolize something else. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to have intimacy, if we're not going to have intimacy with God, mm-hmm. we're going to have intimacy with something else. And a lot of times, yeah. if you're a Christian and you and you know you are trying to follow the Lord with all your heart, you yeah. know, it's not that they're you're bad. Right. Is that you yeah. might be just misguided. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Or your relationship will be with just Scripture, mm. and that right there is what God is. God will be confined to the box of the scriptures. Mm. The reason why I say it's a box is because it literally says in First John. So is it First John or John? John? John twenty-one. Okay, I know. Yeah, John twenty-one. That you know everything that everything that Jesus wrote or, or everything that Jesus did, did yeah. was written in scripture. Would take up like the oh, whole world. The whole world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that right there shows that. Yeah, paraphrasing. Actually, let me just pull it up while pull you're talking because yeah. yeah, I feel like that's something we've, so we've important. That, like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, yeah, you know, but. That right there is proof that God speaks a new thing, that he does stuff outside of what scripture says. But then again, it will never contradict scripture. But the whole point of scripture is to, like, and this is why we're so blessed, and this is honestly the same exact thing of what we said last episode Mm -hmm. of uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit, saying that the Holy Spirit's in you as a Christian is so commonplace, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you have... There's two billion just Catholics in this world, dude. Yeah. Two billion Catholics. Imagine every other denomination. Yeah. And every other belief system yeah. That, yeah. That, that follows Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, it's very commonplace to hear the Holy Scriptures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To hear mm-hmm. God speaks through Scripture. Right. Or to read your yes. Bible. Or mm-hmm. God's, you know, he, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. These are yeah. all common yeah. things. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it becomes very washed. Totally. Even though it's not. Yeah. But a lot of times as as humans we just yeah. do that we see things we see something over and over and over again yeah. it becomes like okay yeah. okay okay it's mm-hmm. really normal right you know yeah. but uh it's not hitting us in the depth that it should that yeah right. the power yeah. that it holds yeah. right so That's... a lot of times like the scriptures can be kind of like that yeah. to some people yes. mm-hmm. and when they go to read scripture they don't include it as in like okay well i'm reading and putting my name where jesus is speaking right yeah yeah you know because it's very personal the yeah. scriptures are very are very personal it's yeah, he's Jesus is talking to the disciples, but if you put your name where he's talking to a disciple, yeah. yeah. So Jesus said to Peter, or Jesus said to Zach, or Jesus yeah. said to Caleb or Vanessa, mm-hmm. it becomes personal. And yeah, it becomes yeah. alive. Yeah, I actually think that um, 
Sorry, I lost my voice. <laughs> I think that it's easy. I'm going to read uh, John 21, 25. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's easy for us, um, especially when we've grown up in the church yeah, or grown yeah. up, you know, in a, in a Christian lifestyle um, to kind of separate ourselves like, oh, that's the Bible. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a great book to learn, you know, things about how I should live my life. But we don't make it personal. And I think that's what God mm-hmm. wants God wants us to have that personal relationship with him, but that was his intention of having the scriptures was so that it could be personal and that it was a doorway into entering into who he actually is. Yeah, and that's mm, hearing his voice. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, John twenty one twenty five says, Jesus did countless things that I haven't included here. And if every one of his works were, were written down and described one by one, I suppose that the world itself wouldn't have enough room to contain the books that would have been written. And that's John speaking. Wow. So here's here's John who walked with Jesus, saw all the things that he did, and that was only for three years of Jesus being on earth. We're talking about a God who has existed for eternity. Wow. So if you want to limit him There's to... No box. Right. If you want to no limit box. him to that book, then you're, only, you're limiting him in that box. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like when we talk about this, but it's like, John said it. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up, John said, and that was for three years. <laughs> and I'm going to say this too. I think I've already said this in another episode, but I'm going to say it again. However many years we lived in the world, mm-hmm. <clears throat> whether it was 10, 20, 50 years or 60 yeah. years, we came to the Lord at our 60th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. In those years that you didn't know Jesus, did you gain all knowledge of the world? Mm. Stephen okay. Hawking was one of the smartest men of all of, of all existence. Yeah, yeah, and he can only comprehend one, maybe two percent of all knowledge. Yeah. Wow. In the world. So if you can't oh. grasp a hundred percent of knowledge in the world, how are you going to say that in your short time of knowing God mm-hmm. that you've been able to grasp everything that He can do and how He does mm. it? That's pride. Pride, absolutely. <laughs> Pride. That's pride. You know, False man. humility. That's crazy. Ooh, ooh. Okay. S- sorry. No. Go. The Lord's hitting Do on it. the fact that you cannot hear His voice if you are operating in pride. Mm. That's why. Probably why all of our tangents have been. It's yes. Like humility, <laughs> intimacy, uh-huh. depth. Yes. It's like that. Those are like the things that you have to they hit. Go prerequisites, uh-huh. prerequisites, almost. Right. But I don't really want to use that word. But yeah. kind of. Yeah. No, but they go together. Totally. Yes. Try uh, analogy. Try to make chicken tenders <laughs> without batter. <laughs> Try to make chicken tenders without flour. You're getting some grilled chicken tendies. <laughs> you, know, you get some grilled t- chicken tenders, which, like, I mean, they're not bad, but, like, I mean, yeah. who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm no, not no, going no, out behind it. Yes. You don't have the ingredients for it. You're not going to get what That's you want. What right. So, I so think if you want to hear God and live a life with him, and yes. if you don't have humility, intimacy, and depth with uh-huh. him, you're not going to get this. That's it. You're going to get a false image of this. That's it. Done. That's what the Holy Spirit's been speaking. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. One of the thoughts I had written down. Uh huh. Um, did you have anything else on that? No, on that? no? I, okay. I I was going to ask if you want to do your activation. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so before activation, so yeah. one of the thoughts I had written down was he is always speaking to us. Amen. Always. Yeah. It's yeah. not just in certain, like, we can tap into it. We can tap into it. That's the thing. Right. Um, but one of my, like, I think I told you guys about some of the nights, me and Luke have just gotten Taco Bell. We're in that parking lot uh-huh. like, down here from yeah. like 5 a.m. So one of those nights, windows down, wind blowing. Um, it was actually, side note on that, we would say something really cool, like prophesy or pray, and the wind would like pick up. Oh, like, it that's was so awesome. awesome. That's but one of the nights, we were talking wow. about um, living every day with Jesus, mm-hmm. what that looks like, yeah. and actually how it's like, hey, he speaks to us daily. 
Yeah. And it reminded me of this story. We actually talked about the story of like, we didn't talk today, but me and Luke talked about it. Um, like the Israelites, when God was just dro- straight dropping manna from the sky, mm-hmm. they couldn't save it for the next day. Mm. They couldn't, they would drop oh, and they okay. couldn't, they couldn't use the manna from this day mm-hmm. for this day. Right. He right. dropped it continually day after New day. Way. So oh, in the Lord's Prayer, when it says, give us this day our daily bread. Uh-huh. I thought it was talking about a whole loaf. Like, give me the whole loaf. I'll, I'll take it. I'm not. I ain't taking yeah. no crumbs. I'm taking a whole loaf. Right. But when it says, "Give us this day our daily bread," it gave it. It gave me so much more meaning to it. Yeah. Where it's like, wow, it's not just this hypothetical yes. thing. Hey, if he's giving you bread, right? He's giving you bread, but uh-huh. no, he's actually giving new things to us every single day. Right. So give us this day our daily bread because it is daily. He's yeah. talking to us all the time. Yeah. That's our food. So, that's you know, it. Like, and I yeah. don't know where this is coming from, but like, I feel like I've heard this before is that um, the word of God is our manna. Yeah. Like that's what Ooh. we're supposed to eat from. Right. So it is true. It's like but if the, they were receiving new manna every day, we are to receive new word every day. Yeah. And I think when people hear that, though, the word of God is the manna, they think only the written. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Written and spoken. And I actually, um, yeah. I want to do an episode on that too. <laughs> I want to do an episode on that too, <laughs> um, where we talk about yeah, yeah. what is the word of God. Mm. When we see the word of God um, in scripture, when they yeah. talk about the word, who is mm-hmm. the word? Ooh, so I want to do an episode on that. Yeah. That's one. awesome. Go to John 1. There we yeah, go. The word is yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> For the beginning. Yeah. So you activation want activation? Yeah. I'm going to take this off. Yeah. I was going to say Things are getting real intimate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so um, I had mentioned earlier in um, the episode how Tersh and Cody had um, walked us through this activation of hearing the Lord's voice. So we're actually going to do that right now. So if you are watching um, or listening, um, Mm -hmm. I'd encourage you right now to just close your eyes Mm. and um, without thinking too hard about it, think of the most peaceful place you can ever imagine. Somewhere where if you were in that environment, there would be no worries and there would be no no thoughts like how did i get here what happened N- not what am i doing later like just purely living in the moment mm-hmm. think of the most peaceful place you can imagine and just picture you whether you're sitting standing whatever you're doing and picture jesus right next to you either on the right left wh- wherever he is in the city, like locate jesus in this in this peaceful pr- place and then go up to him and with humility and not expecting anything from it, with humility, ask him what he's saying. If he's if he's calling you something, if he's saying something, giving insight on a situation, whatever it may be, if he's if he's like convicting you on something, like just ask him what he's saying. And if you have your phone near you or a notepad near you or or something, I encourage you to write down what he says. Because then it takes it from what you're seeing and hearing and you write it down and you actually get to choose to live with that. So I just, yeah, let me see what I'm, I'm trying to hear right now. So my peaceful place right now is it's a peaceful place. He always brings me back to, um, it's like these trees and there's these four really tall trees, almost like sequoias, mm-hmm. I guess four really tall trees. Mm-hmm. And in between two of them is one hammock. And in between the other two, there's another hammock. I'm in one Jesus is in the other. And it's cool, too, because the way these, like, it's like camping hammocks, they kind of come up, and I can't necessarily see the one next to me, but I see the stars in the sky. And the sky is, like, orange and purplish. Um, but I hear Jesus saying, and I, he said this before to me, but I think he's just reminding me I'm first a son, first mm-hmm. a child, before anything else, before 
a keyboardist, before a performer, before anything else I do, like I'm a child. So I don't, he may, he may be saying the same thing to you. Um, but I just encourage you to take what he's told you and take what we were talking about, mm-hmm. being able to recognize his voice. Mm-hmm. If it's uplifting, if it's calling out the, that's what prophecy is, calling out the gold in you. Mm-hmm. If it's prophecy and uplifting, if, it, if it's good and calling out the gold in you and uplifting, it's God. Amen. And so I just, I feel like even right now, as people are listening to this, the enemy's trying to get in. The enemy's trying to sneak into this and bring condemnation, but we say no. Amen. <laughs> say no in Jesus' name. Um, Amen. So yeah, and anytime you anytime you want to press into that, I encourage you to do it daily, every morning, every night, whenever it fits best. Mm-hmm. Make time and go to that peaceful place. And it, it might be different every time. It might be the same. But just get get used to that consistency because a lot of times with intimacy comes consistency. Amen. So just, yeah, press into that. That's good. Um, That's fire. Yeah. Um, I wanted to share my secret place because uh, yeah, just to open up the realm of how God can do things and how he can give you your secret place mm-hmm. or this this quiet place. Rather. Yeah. Um, I know I put it in another episode, but one time the Lord, uh, in the middle of the night, I had woken up and it was about five in the morning and... I wanted to go back to bed, but I couldn't sleep. And I was like, just sitting there. And the Lord said, pray. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. So instead of praying, I just like soaked, you know. And I'm just laying there. And I find myself in this beautiful, honestly, place of paradise. Mm-hmm. Green grass, a, a tiny river. And I'm standing in this river walking upstream. There's uh, jagged, beautiful looking, huge mountains in the background with snow on them. The mm-hmm. sun is out, not a cloud in sight. Wow. Green trees. It was It was like heaven. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, where am I? And he said, you're in South Patagonia. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, the the clothing company? Like, I thought, the, <laughs> you know, like the Bass Pro Shops, like, you know, go camping, Patagonia clothing. He said, no, it's an actual place. And yeah. I go to look it up, and, it's, and I start typing in South Pata, whatever that happened, it popped up, Patagonia. And I looked, and I'm like, okay. So this place is at the very bottom of South America, and it's mm. like near, like, Antarctica, if you're going to go across the water right there. Yeah. So it has, like... The perfect climate, climate. Um, but when I saw it, I was like, "Okay, Lord, you're trying to take me places." Yeah. But what's cool is now that is my my place of peace. Mm. Wow. So He showed me the place that I would go back to. So when we were when Kayla was just doing this activation, I saw myself in that place in That's the river, awesome. and the Lord was in the river with me, mm. which is actually very prophetic too. Yeah, super prophetic. Wow. In the river of the Lord. So I wanted to say that yeah. to you guys as a kind of like a God can do other things. We don't have to just yeah. like maybe imagining it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Great. We, that's that's perfect. Um, I imagined another place beforehand, but God showed me a place that I like to go to now. So Absolutely. Like real quick since you touched on that and I know that we're like pushing time right now, but um there was one time where I was trying to get in the secret place and I was actually struggling that day too. So I just laid down on the bed and I just got really comfortable and I was like, fall asleep, fall asleep. I'm just going to be in my father's arms. And I laid there and I started, I had this like unction in my spirit to imagine in my own mind that place, right? So I was laying in um, a lavender field and I imagined the Lord laying right next to me in like all these flowers And all of a sudden, out of that little like faith of me just wanting to be with him, he activated it and it turned into a full-blown vision. So it went from my imagination to his. 
And in this vision, I, I looked over and I saw him and he smiled at me, picked one of the lavender like flowers and he handed it to me. And as it went through the air, I actually smelled lavender in the room. Wow. So don't you tell me he can't do this. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's like intimacy. if you if it's intimacy, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be with my father. I wanted to be in his arms. And that's where he activates. It's, it's your faith that activates Ask yourself this question. Is that in mm. scripture? I don't see it. Maybe somewhere. <laughs> Did it say anywhere in scripture that the Lord takes Vanessa or anyone else <laughs> to a lavender field and gives her smelling like of Like Vanessa 1-1, no. the book of Vanessa? You the book of Vanessa. Of, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. The book of resurrected love. 1-1. 1-1. But... whatever, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, you know... It's very important, you know, and, I'm, and I'm, like I said a couple episodes ago, I'm going to constantly bring back the secret place yeah. and intimacy yeah. with God, yeah. but also that God does not dwell in a box. Amen. Absolutely. So, Amen. Yeah. And yeah, so I encourage everyone watching and listening, mm-hmm. tap into that secret place, yeah. like that piece in the secret place. I feel like for me for the longest, I was trying to figure out what that secret place looks like, yeah. but then he literally gave me the picture, Amen. gave me that picture. And so it, I just encourage you anytime... I encourage you to do it daily, mm-hmm. but especially when you're confused about something or you're like, hey, I'm walking into this new situation. Yeah. Ask God what he says about it, what he calls you in this situation. Um, is there anything else? No, like, I, that's it. Yeah, I feel like so if that's you're, good. That's yeah, I think that's good. Awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> if you are uh, listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, I encourage you to follow or add, uh, is it Witness Ministries? That's what it's under. Win- yes. Witness Ministries and add Resurrected Love Podcast to your library, download it, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Share it with some people too because then that just boosts engagement, gets Amen. more people tuning into the, like, the good stuff mm-hmm. that, that's on this that's on this podcast. Right. That's awesome. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't want to sound like the corny YouTuber, but like, comment, comment, comment like, <laughs> what, like maybe comment what your secret place was or comment Ooh, what Jesus called you. Yeah, amen. Um, That's Because then I think just saying comment is like, hey, yeah. be specific. So yeah. comment what he calls you or what, what your secret place is. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. And when you subscribe, you can actually press the bell next to it. So you actually get notified every time that a podcast press, yeah. goes live. So you get amen. notified. You get to watch the goodness. You get to be the first one in there. Um like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Share with some people as well. Amen. And um, yeah. also a shameless Amen. plug. Yes. <laughs> Go check out Caleb Tucker. Or hey. is it CT? Thank you. Well, Caleb Tucker. Okay. Caleb Tucker. On, I'm wearing the CT shirt. On Spotify and Apple? Yes. Okay. C-A-L-E-B-T-U-C-K-E-R. It is yeah. everywhere. He's done that a couple of times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, honestly, his music's yeah. awesome. And I'm going to try to get the Thank outro you. for Lil Light. There we go. Yeah, yeah. you just drop little light. Hey, little thank you. Little light. Little light. <laughs> little yeah, light. It, it was a, it's a banger. Um, yeah, we're gonna try to put that in the outro. Yeah. So, so absolutely. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, Caleb. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. both for coming on. We love you so much. You've been a huge love blessing to our lives. Yeah. This is fire. Yeah. Wow. Super thank fire. You guys. Yeah. Love you guys. Love God bless all you guys. You guys. <laughs> God bless you guys. All right. Amen. Amen. Peace.